0: it's been putting our faith into somebody and actually working together but also it's having that give and take with the supplier. If you've tried something, and it's failed, you know what, let's try something else or you know what, we can see there's an issue, let's bolster it up one way or another. So it's having that partnership.
1: Welcome to this week's MTD podcast. Today, we discuss what success looks like in an industry 4.0 world from the home of Pedford Group in Dudley. Now, I'm Giovanni Albanese, hosting today's show, a passionate engineer and a proud member of the MTD team. I'm joined by three special guests today. Firstly, Dave Parr. Petford Group operations director and he's been with the company for 26 years. He started his career as a press tool maker. Welcome Dave. How are you doing? I'm very well, thank you. I'm glad glad for us to be here today and thank you very much for the opportunity to do this podcast. Now, secondly, we're joined by Matt Martin from Hexagon Production Software. Matt looks after the enterprise customers, new and existing, and will be getting his thoughts on change in the marketplace, smart factories, industry 4.0, and the solutions he provides in 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 this digital age. Welcome, Matt. Thanks, Giovanni. And thirdly... Um, our very own MTD's Mark Dedman, with over 30 years experience in the machine tool and manufacturing sectors, launching magazines in sectors in the aerospace industry, and in the last six years, a proud director at MTD-CNC. Welcome to the podcast, Mark and everyone. It's, it's, it's been great, and I'm really looking forward to this uh, podcast.
0: Thanks, Gio. Cheers. Cheers, thank you.
1: Now, Firstly, guys, um, let's start with you, Dave. How did you get into engineering and, and why?
0: Um, my father's an engineer, uh, so I felt it was quite right to come into it. Um, I was trying to be forced down into the computer software side. My old man told me not to come into this business at all. Yeah, stay out of engineering, but my heart dragged me into it. Unfortunately.
1: Ah, very good. And uh,
2: Matt. Yeah, I'd probably it's the opposite. Today, if you, you know, you, you sometimes you end up in a place by mistake, don't you? And uh, I think I, I um, came out of university, worked in couple of different technology vendors but very much industrial uh, not the sexy bit, dealing with real people with real problems and then i joined Texan two and a half years ago and you know, it's great to be involved with the business really
1: oh, brilliant
3: and uh mark well yeah, don't bother about my background but you, you know when you come to companies like uh, petford group i mean these guys have been going what nearly 50 years now dave i, th- I believe you know and you're still traditionally you know mold and dye big aerospace, you know, push now because automotives have you know, been a bit tricky over the last sort of six to eight months. But you you seem to have a very good team out there, some very, very nice machine tools.
0: Yeah, I'm very lucky, I'll be honest, I've got probably one of the best teams around and we've been managed to diversify quite quickly with a lot of help from different suppliers. So it's been absolutely amazing really.
1: And how did Heckford Group
0: start? Uh, it started back in nineteen seventy one in a chain in the back of a chain makers shop. To be uh, truthful so they started to do uh, fi- uh fixtures and fittings um and then basically we've grown into dye and mold
1: and what sectors do you predominantly supply
0: so we supply automotive we supply construction formula one aerospace you know, in honestly you name it we, we we actually we do it
1: And you've got some of the largest capacity uh, machine tools that I've had the pleasure to see today, haven't we? Some of the machine tools I've not seen before, so it's been quite uh, exciting to see them.
0: Yeah, so obviously obviously we go up to 50 tonnes capacity on the cronage and we can machine 7.5 metres by 4 metres by 2 metres, so it's a very large capacity.
1: Large capacity. Today we're going to be discussing the, the problems and solutions and how we overcome or how you've overcome some of them. Uh, problems now matt with hexagon production software let's start with uh, at the beginning with that for our listeners what does it mean and what do enterprise businesses mean tell us about your position your role and the products that you supply please um well,
2: first of all you know thanks for having me on the show guys and to address what hexagon production software is all about obviously probably a few guys might might know hexagon as the cmm people you know and traditionally that's probably what the business has been about at metrology house and over the last ten years. Um, uh, the business has kind of realised the the potential in kind of the digital world, digital manufacturing as it's grown. So what we stand for now as Hexagon MI and Hexagon Production Software is about trying to own the digital thread and own the, the, the kind of um, customer workflow from start to finish. So people probably know our hardware, but as Hexagon Production Software, what what our job is, is ultimately to provide a integrated software solution that can take a customer from the moment they get an inquiry through the sales process, through design, engineering, Um, production and simulation of a finished product.
1: Okay then, Um, we're going to delve into this a lot deeper because to try and clarify all this, can you give us a real-life scenario? And what I mean by that is, Dave, can you give us the problems that you were incurring? And Matt, can you give our audience, um, and tell our audience the solution that you provided, and ultimately, how did it benefit the company?
0: So we were having a lot of issues supplying quick turnaround on quotes um, because of basically our capacity restraints. So we spoke to Matt, come along with a wonderful package, gave us obviously capability of opening up, viewing it very quickly, and that's any software, so it's been absolutely wonderful. Uh, We can actually get a... Volume of the part, we can actually work out exactly what needs doing. So it's actually made our process a lot slicker and quicker so uh, we can turn around to the customers.
1: And how did you solve this problem, Matt? What what does it actually
2: entail? I think, coming back to your earlier question, you about, about my role within the business, I think what we've recognised as Hexagon is that the days of, of ramming a product down people's throats are long gone. And you know, Petford probably represent a uh, quite a common scenario in that These guys are a fantastic business that have got a lot of existing infrastructure and a lot of, when we say legacy problems, by growing fast and being a growing business, you end up having to deal with a lot of challenges that you pick up along the way. So what we've tried to do is kind of examine that workflow from start to finish. And and exactly as Dave said, we've pinpointed all of those individual issues. We've plugged in relevant products along the way to fix those individual problems. But also we've integrated them all together. So as as Dave mentioned before, from the moment these guys first get a... um, an inquiry come in that can utilize our work explore product, And no matter where that inquiry comes from, the format of the CAD, they can manipulate it, they can analyze it. And that just starts the journey from, so from the very first uh, exposure a customer of Petford's has to that, to Petford group, they start off on a good footing. And that digital thread continues finally to the the finished product.
1: This must take a lot of trust. I mean, you know, you're running your business off software. And nowadays the, the digital era and digitalization has become even more, um, more important, and it's been accelerated through COVID, I believe. Mark, you know, you deal with
3: Hexagon, and you have dealt with Hexagon for for a long time. What's
1: your opinion on this?
3: Well, I, I think um, you know before uh, Hexagon uh, Manufacturing Intelligence actually bought Vero, which was the the, the whole product line. So it, it includes EdgeCam. A lot of engineers would know EdgeCam as a CAD CAM package. You know, these guys have been very well known in the marketplace, uh, you know, all types of levels of uh, from blue chip all the way down to smaller, uh, you know, sort of CNC small job shops, let's say. And the portfolio that they actually hold uh, does give them a bit of an edge, uh, because when, when I'm speaking to, to, to David about some of the other software that he was using prior, which was a competitor... Um, you know, it, it didn't It didn't fit. In other words, I think Dave, David was trying to say that, you know, we're trying to actually get everything running very smoothly on the shop floor. However, Matt's come in and said, well, actually, we've got these four products. I think it's four that you've actually yeah. sold, isn't it? Um, and you said, Dave, that it's become a lot smoother and you're you program, programming offline effectively and everything is a lot slicker for your customer.
0: Yeah, it's been seamless for us, I'll be honest. With the integration with what? The guys have actually been doing for us. It's been absolutely wonderful. The effort that Hexagon have put in. You know, I mean, having on site support. I say they put somebody in for literally two months, solid for us, to make sure everything was seamless and it was perfect for us.
1: That would that would probably be my next question, really. I mean it, it takes a lot of faith and trust to be able to change something that's so important to the integral part of the business. Really? And, and and what was that transitional period like? And, and I think you've kind of answered that question partly.
0: I have to say it was actually really wonderful. Um, the experience was very good. Uh, the application engineer that came in, implemented it, um, is absolutely excellent. Uh, he understands our business, what we actually require, uh, and he understands each individual of our guys. So obviously not everybody's the same, so it's not one fit fits all.
1: And is that the key, Matt? Understanding the business, understanding your client's requirements, understanding what they need, what they need, and what their problems are, so you can actually solve them.
2: A hundred percent. I think that the um, what we, we try to do is provide that kind of consultancy sales cycle where we understand the customer and, and essentially present an appropriate solution. I think also again the e word enterprises up several times throughout the conversation. We supply traditional enterprise companies people like rolls-royce people like you know jaguar land Rover, mclaren uh, with a lot of the same products that actually dave's using today busy working cnc similar but actually what we're finding now is is smes like petford group their needs are way more complex than what they were traditionally and i think a lot of these smaller businesses potentially in the past were maybe intimidated by this idea of digitalization this we've been, been here today and you guys have seen it in a reality and it's it's not a, a choice for Petford. This is a massive competitive advantage. The fact that they've been able to connect um, connect the workflow end to end has has massively opened up their business to different verticals and, and actually expand beyond you know automotive, which which was really the hallmark of the business probably until um, a recent time ago.
3: And one thing I would like to point out here is that, you know, the more and more we're traveling around uh, the UK and, uh, and Europe with engineers, and I think you would agree with me, it's it's about collaborating. It's not just about buying software. It's not just about buying a machine tool, tooling, lubricants. At the end of the day, it's about having that uh, collaborative Um, approach where you work together to get the best out of it absolutely I couldn't
1: agree with you more and I think that digitalization we've touched upon it as well several times now I think that it's really at the forefront of what every business is doing now I think that uh, uh, it's only a few years back I can remember when people started talking about industry 4.0 it's been here really effectively for years and years and years but people have actually now actually put a name to it and actually are actually using it, I believe, now, that combined with automation and some of the the other new emerging technologies. How are, we at MTD know how we're using digitalization. It's it's a core part of our business. But how is Exegon and Petford Group kind of um, changing um, the way they work in respect to how the marketplace is changing.
2: I think to, to kind of pick up on, on both those points. Joe, I know you made the earlier comment around um, collaboration. Dave made a very good comment about about the work that that we did to integrate it. and actually Phil Smith our application engineer has done an outstanding job in terms of making sure this this project has been success. And actually when you come back to digitization, I think so much of that still relies on the human element. I think people you know, think of automation as, you know, your robot. She sits sit a Picasso advert from the uh, from the mid-noughties. And in reality, none of this stuff works if you don't have the people to understand exactly what the customer's challenges are. And you need a customer as well that, that's going to interact with us, like Petfitter, who've been open with us and said, right, listen, we've, we've expanded massively as a business, we've been very successful, but we know that there's another level we want to get to. And these are the challenges and these are the roadblocks to get us to that next level. And Dave been so open with us and being so accommodating in the way we wanted to integrate the products, um, it's probably the, the major reason for this being a success.
1: Dave, could your business be as successful as it is today? And can you be as, uh, as diverse as you are without this kind of software in, in, in this new modern age?
0: I have to say, no, it's been absolutely wonderful for us. Um, we have tried different competitors. Even to last year, we tried another type of software uh, on the premise of trying to Go that extra mile, and we found out it just fell out flat on its face. So Matt's come in, stepped in, put his uh, cape on, and uh, got us out the mire, and that's uh, done wonders for
3: us. And I tell you what, yeah, have got a bit of a game changer up your cape, Matt, as as they would say. Is is the NC Simul? Now, obviously, that is very much uh, simulation software uh, avoidance. uh, And when you've got, um, as I believe, the only Promac Italian uh, machine in the UK. Obviously, you can't afford for that machine to go down, can you, Dave? It's, it's having that confidence you can let it run. So
0: with the G-code verification and the anti, anti-collision verification, you can sleep at nine, you can press the button, walk away, and you know you come back on a Monday morning and it, you haven't got any major bangs or any major issues. So that's really what it is for us, what we use that for. It's absolutely amazing.
1: I think that as as this company, as we're here today, it's been brilliant to see you kind of embracing this technology, but there's still so many end users out there. You're probably a small uh, minority of end users at the minute that are fully embracing Industry 4.0 and utilising it. Is it a case of of, of people need to change their mindset? And what is the barrier to entry, Matt? I think that there's two kind of major things. First of all, um coming back to the the kind of
2: Petford challenge, a lot of people have got incumbent products, they've got software and they feel like they've, um, they've kind of built their wall and they can't change it, you know, so actually to kind of be aware that there is hope that you can change, you know, Petford have evolved massively. They've totally changed their workflow from what it was like two years ago. And we've managed that integration with them and they've moved forward dramatically. So a that the, probably the fear of change is a big thing. And secondly, probably a bit of belief that, um, that products are more accessible than they used to be. We, Mark made a great point about GCO verification. Up until a couple of years ago, this was a a luxury product that not many many businesses had. And actually, what we've been able to do with NC Simulator is we've attacked a probably a different niche of the market, and we've made this successful to a lot of lot of businesses. And what Petford have proven with it is that there's real value in the product.
1: Absolutely, I can see it myself, Mark. You've you you you've seen it more than than me. You've been around the country um, visiting Exigen clients um, and is it the same story everywhere you go
3: yeah i mean it, it is obviously it's on different scales because uh you know some, you know I, i've visited uh, uh with uh, your your pr guy stuart you know some very small job shops you know which have got a couple of guys but you know at the end of the day they need to have that sort of uh, cad cam software or or whatever software to actually keep competitive in the marketplace but i think when you come uh, come to a company like uh, uh, Petford. Uh, I was talking to the MD agent, uh, Dave, and it, he said, look, you know, we, we've been, th- you know, over the last two years, you, you've been through quite a big change, obviously embracing new software with uh, Hexagon Productions software. But to a certain extent, you've taken this sort of COVID situation to your advantage and actually diversified because it's made you do that and you've won new business in new sectors that you haven't worked in before. And I think that's unique.
0: It is, I say. It's been... A challenging time but it's been beneficial as well and with the support of all suppliers as I not just excellent but quite a few suppliers it's been really good for ourselves
2: I think picking up on on Dave's point there um, strategically you know as a a corporate level we realized that that actually the world's changing it's not just our industry the world's changing and some of the things like e-mobility and and some of these almost sexier industries and we see Elon Musk on the telly with these with his Tesla (laughs) and his, his wife Grimes and we think about maybe that world. Well, actually, Petford have proven that you can, you know, as a an SME in the heart of the black country, you can break into these areas and really grow your business in some of these diverse new sectors. I think that's probably one of the things that we're really proud of, that we've been able to be on the journey with Petford, as they've, they've kind of... Uh, they've broke into these new frontiers.
1: I couldn't agree with you more. I think they they all interlink into one, ultimately. I think that, you know, digitalisation is here, whether we like it or not. And I think if you don't invest and embrace it, unfortunately, you might get left behind. What do you think, Mark?
3: Well, I mean, the the, the Petford Group are doing so well. I mean, I haven't seen so many uh, large billets (laughs) on a shot of floor than I have today. So it just proves the the point that you guys, uh, you know, are are busy, have invested quite heavily. Obviously, new partnership with uh, Matt at Hexagon, you know, I, I think that, you know, the companies that will survive and get stronger are the, are the companies like Petford Group, where you continue to invest in. You went through a bit of a tough time, but you kept all your skilled workers. You know, th- this is all part of, of, you know, investing. Industry 4 is just one part of that that makes you a success, but it seems to be working really well here.
0: It is, thank you.
1: It simplified the way you work,
3: Dave?
0: Uh, at first it didn't, but now it's made it a lot easier. I uh, say, so obviously, having that transition it was a bit of a headache to start off with, obviously trying to get, change the mentality of the guys. But again, a lot of the guys were all willing and it's worked really well.
1: And for listeners of this podcast and, and our audience that, that are all, everyone's looking for, for a solution. Everyone's looking to, to be more productive, reduce costs per part, ultimately, um, and, and be able to pass that on to their clients and maybe even become more profitable as every business wants to. Um, what advice would you give to people? What is the, the, the main barrier to entry? Is it education? Is it fear of change? Is it fear of the unknown? Is its is it, what is it? What is the, you know, let's get all of your opinions on this to summarise this podcast. Matt, let's start. With I
2: you. think, to be honest, that the world that we, we occupy, guys, is, is congested, isn't it? You know, if we, we go on LinkedIn this afternoon, there's there's expertise, you know, and experts jostling for space everywhere, you know, whether they're the experts on five axes, experts on cutting in canal, you know, goal scorers in the FA Cup finals of the 1980s you know everybody wants to be an expert in everything and there's a lot of noise and I think probably for a lot of people they think oh, what What do we do first how do I know I'm being advised correctly because everybody's jostling for space I think where where we've had a very good relationship with Petford is that the guys have been quite open and and said right okay we, we've got these challenges can you come in and talk to us and let's just put all the cards on the table and, and we've probably come from the same angle because we've got a broad portfolio we're not having to a rama product on anybody and we've just looked at the problems that Dave's got and we've put the right solutions in to fix those. And I think that's probably what it's about for for any listener. It's about trying to find the right partnerships and right relationships with people that can that
1: you can be open with and can advise you correctly. So that's a it's a great point from a selling perspective, from a buying perspective, and a partner perspective. Would you agree with that, Dave? And and, and what are your what would be your main criteria when you know like what like Matt mentioned? There's so much competition out there. How do you kind of know what's the best solution, hundred percent?
0: So Matt's fully aware of the journey we've gone through um, by trying different suppliers, having the headaches. Uh, so it's been putting our faith into somebody and actually working together, but also it's having that give and take with the supplier. So they've tried something, if it's failed, you know what, let's try something else or, you know what, we can see there's an issue, let's bolster it up one way or another. Um, So it's having that partnership. So it's so sort like of what Mark mentioned, really, collaboration is is another
3: main factor in all of this, Mark. Yeah, well, you, you know, when when you talk to a lot of companies about, uh, you know, what uh, software they actually use, it, it's not necessarily just the software. It's the backup, the support, the consultative sale. You know, the guys that are, have to sell on shift software are, are the guys that don't actually have a long-term relationship. I, I don't mm-hmm. think... I think Hexagon... Uh, production software with a portfolio you've got a big advantage to actually lay a lot of uh, products on the table and say well what's best going to suit your business and it's it's, this has been a great case study at pet for, uh, for that
1: brilliant stuff like guys any last
2: thoughts from my perspective, again, guys, thanks very much for your, your time today, you know, contributing to this. And again, Dave, thanks very much for your business. It's been a great partnership, and I'm, I'm sure this can kind of continue into the future.
1: And, and hopefully for our audience as well, it's been educational, and I think that hopefully it breaks down some of the barriers to entry that people may have. It's not a gimmick. It does actually work. It improves business, and it can make you more efficient. And we're in an evolving world now where you've got to look at this digitalisation seriously and embrace it. I think that's my last thoughts, Mark.
3: <laughs> Uh, Well, Matt mentioned LinkedIn uh, about 80 goalscorers. I'm thinking Shearer, personally. (laughs) Or John Barnes. There's there's two, anyway. Well,
1: we've mentioned Wolves. You're a big Wolves fan, aren't you? Uh,
0: I am, (laughs) yeah. So, I'd just like to say thank you very much for your time, guys. You know, it's been absolutely wonderful.
1: And good luck for the future for all of us. Um, I hope you've enjoyed this podcast. Until next week, the MTD Podcast.